Express Command. Simply must arm our airmen to outthink, outperform, outpartner, outinnovate any potential adversary. Air Force Basic Military Training has an updated curriculum with a new focus on readiness and lethality. The First Command, the Air Force starts here. Hey, hey, everybody, welcome in. Thanks for the subscribe, stream, or download, however you might be listening in. We're out there on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, so wherever you might be, we certainly appreciate you taking time out to join us. I'm Dan Hawkins from the Air Education and Training Command Public Affairs Office and your host for this professional development podcast dedicated to bringing total force, big A airmen, insight, tips, tricks, and lessons learned from the recruiting, training, and education world. On the pod today, it's a good one, episode number 32, if you're keeping track at home. And we sat down remotely with Miss Lorelai Gomez, the AETC Accreditation and Certification Branch Chief, and Mr. Jason Grove, who is the Credentialing Project Manager, about the AETC's Credentialing Division partnership with industry and academia to test a digital credentialing or badging process, if you will, for individuals within the Air Force learning professionals, bioenvironmental, and first sergeant communities. So a digital badge is a web-based version of a credential or learning outcome, which can be verified in real time. And the, the badging process as a whole is an alternative form of credentialing that's currently used in major industry and academic organizations uh, such as the likes of IBM, Microsoft, uh, even NASA. So pretty cool stuff. And in line with the National Defense Strategy and AETC's initiative to develop the airmen we need, this really talks to advancing force development and will allow airmen to start earning credentials that are personal, verifiable, transferable, and shareable. Really, in essence, these badges... The earning of these badges is the first step to building that 21st century digital resume. An individual's resume will not only list a skill or a knowledge, but that skill or knowledge will be represented visually and you'll be able to also see when and how the individual earned that badge. Ms. Gomez and Mr. Grove do a great job breaking down truly what a digital badge is and how it can change how credentialing is done in the Air Force, as well as the benefits of the program for both airmen and leaders at all levels. And they'll also talk about that digital 21st century resume and the timeline for this beta test overall. So let's get to it. Episode 32 of the Air Force Starts Here takes off right now. Um, I'm Lorelai Gomez, and I have spent 12 years on active duty and the last nine years with the Texas National Guard. I'm a 21 Alpha, which is an aircraft maintenance officer by trade, and um, now I'm serving as the accreditation and certification branch chief for credentialing under force development. And Jason, what about you? How long have you been here? I've actually only been at ATC for about seven months. Uh, I spent 21 years in the Air Force as a firefighter, and seven and a half years of that I spent as an instructor at the Fire Academy. But after I retired, I ended up in worked for the Army for a few years as an instructional assistant specialist, which really lent to uh, part of the program that we're using or we're doing right now. When we, I was the lead for the 1750 or the Instructional Systems Specialist uh, badges as we develop those. 
So it, it, this is a really interesting beta test. And I think we have to start what a digital credential actually is. So in layman's terms, what is a digital credential? Well, a digital credential is, can be anything uh, that is a digital representation of a credential. But what we're really getting at here are digital badges, which is a type of digital credential. And that what that is, it's a web-enabled version uh, of a credential. So what it does is it shows uh, electronic information about skills that a earner has earned or they've achieved. So we take these badges and they uh, have criteria that the earners have to meet to uh, represent the skills that they've, they've achieved to actually earn that badge. So I just wanted to add, the, the key for the digital credentials, it's about the metadata uh, embedded within that digital credential. It's about being able to see the actual description, all of the related skills, the criteria that earners had to do, and the evidence um, that, that the earner had to provide in order to earn a digital credential. And that's the key piece, the metadata. And it's really interesting because this program seems like it has the potential to be uh, very unlike the traditional learning history that we've had in the Air Force. Uh, and so, Jason, what does that really mean? Well, currently we have uh, a lot of different ways to represent training that, say, airmen or civilians in the Air Force get. So we have uh, certificates, we have diplomas and licenses, uh, but what these do is we're, we're really concentrating on representing skills that aren't otherwise uh, represented some other way. And the big difference between what we're doing now and uh, this project is that uh, we're, one, centralizing the data. So as Laura, I was talking about the data that goes along with these batches, it's real-time data about what individuals actually did. Uh, certificates and diplomas don't show what individuals actually do to achieve that, other than uh, if somebody wants to look up the objectives from a course that they attended, or that kind of thing. But what we can do is, with these badges, is not only show what the individual uh, did on their own, but we can represent that and we can uh, reproduce it anytime somebody wants to look that up. So they can click on these badges, and I say click through a computer, through an email, or uh, some other social network. Uh, a user or uh, uh, someone who wants to view it can click on that badge and see exactly what the earner did to earn that badge. So Dan, if I may share, one of the reasons why I, I joined this project or decided to, to come to AETC, about a year and a half ago, I, I was approached uh, by AETC and they said, we have, we're trying to develop this digital badging system. Would you be interested in doing it? And I was very excited to come and be a part of this project because I felt that um, like you said, it's very different from our traditional means. I was like, wow, this is our opportunity. And, and I joke about it sometimes and say, this is our opportunity to take our World War II 
Air Force training to the 21st century. This is what industry and academia is doing. That's how they're capturing those um, those skill sets that we often don't have the ability to to capture within our Air Force through traditional means. So this provides us a path and an avenue for our airmen to get recognition for those skills that they have and are not able, not able to show anywhere else. Yeah, and th this seems really interesting because, you know, our national defense strategy, it, it really talks to the need to de deliberately develop air and space professionals. Uh, through a competitive approach for force development and talent management and you know one of General Webb's priorities obviously is developing the airmen we need and how specifically Lorelei does this program fit into to those priorities? So uh, this this is right in line with those priorities it's you know how do we take that uh, competitive approach to force development and talent management and this project has the potential to um, to help develop our airmen from day one it's it's from the recruiting phase is what spectrum of skills do they have even prior to coming to the Air Force how do we recognize those skills how do we place them in the right positions as they're coming in uh, once we have them in our Air Force uh, can we we can utilize this through talent management uh, development as well how do we align them with on-ramp opportunities to further sharpen their skills as they're progressing to their career and then eventually to the transition piece how does everything they've learned within the Air Force how does that translate to to industry so they're able to start that second career you know, one of the examples I would give on that, uh, since we just did the instructional system specialist uh, career field and develop badges for them, uh, we initially were looking at specifically the GS-1750s, which is the instructional system specialist, and we were developing badges specifically for them. But along with that question, Dan, uh, we expanded out and very quickly figured out that these skills that we're trying to identify are not just for the 1750s. They're also for the rest of the 1700 series or military that want to be instructional system specialists, and they can gain these skills to be able to fill the jobs they want. So what we're doing is we're, we're developing these uh, learning pathways so that they can take charge of their own careers and develop skills that will allow them to uh, develop professionally and personally for whatever job they want. Yeah, and I, I also found it interesting that one of our, our big pushes here uh, under the advancing force development is expanding our strategic partnerships. And you guys aren't doing this effort necessarily alone. You have a partnership um, with an organization called Credly. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, so we entered into a cooperative research agreement with Credly. We looked at a number of different um companies that are offering uh, digital badging and they they were the leaders when it came to um, the technology we wanted to have a technology enabled solution to one of our problems with some of the leaders out there they're working with folks as such as IBM Google Amazon um, Harvard 
uh, Penn State. So academia, they're known just throughout um, industry and academia. So they seem to be a perfect fit for what we wanted to do. And it's not about just the perfect fit. It's about us being able to learn from from everything they've been developing over the last 15 years and be able to to build on that on what they've learned in order to get the best uh, badging opportunities for our airmen within the Air Force. You know, along with that, uh, Lorelai, what we're saying, they also uh, offered us all that experience, but we got uh, that experience to help us work through different uh, badging processes. So as we develop the process for the Air Force, they bring in that expertise to help us, but they also sit in uh, our meetings and give us their expertise and lead us down the right way so we can develop this process to where it'll be most beneficial to the Air Force. Yeah. So uh, I'm curious, you know, we, we've talked about a lot of things, but I think a lot of airmen might be curious, like, how does this actually work in, in execution? Like, wh what does it look like in layman's terms um, to go from today to uh, earning a, a digital badge? So for our airmen, and, and I'm going to say, how, how does it affect our airmen? You know, it'll be pretty transparent for our airmen when it comes to earning. Uh, we'll, we're, we have a landing page in where they will have all of the different uh, skills represented, and they can go in and decide which of these uh, digital badges they're going to earn. And once they click on those icons, it'll give them all of the information they need to know in order to earn that particular um credential. So for our airmen, it'll be pretty intuitive. I think the piece that, that we're trying to figure out and trying to establish through this uh, research and cooperative agreement is the actual issuing uh, evaluation piece and the building of the digital credentials. And I'll let Jason expand on that piece. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, so the front end on this, it, like the behind the scenes portion of it is, as she said, developing the badges. So we've been working with, uh, like I said, the instructional system specialist, the 1750 career field. And we worked with uh, the career field manager and a work group of subject matter experts to put together, well, first identify skills that they, they find valuable for the career field. And then each one of those skills, we've developed a badge so the badge includes, uh, of course, a description so that if somebody looks at the badge, they know what skills are being presented or represented by that, but also the earning criteria. Now, the earning criteria, what we're shooting for is uh, not only some kind of knowledge that they've attained or a skill they've attained, but how they apply that. And that really lends to the difference between you know, some of the credentials we have uh, that are uh, current, but as opposed to the digital credentials, because what we can do is is prove that they have actually achieved something as opposed to just uh, sitting in a class. So once we put all that together, uh, then we have to incorporate that into the process for earning it. That's what we're trying to get out now is the uh, earner's process on how they, as Lorelai said, identify which, uh, which badges they want to earn, but uh, also in the Air Force, how it's going to work in trying to uh, apply for that badge, and who has to uh, approve the badge, and that's the process we're, we're working on right now. 
And so at the, at the end of the day, uh, and we'll talk about it from both the airmen and the leader's perspective, but w what truly uh, is in this for our airmen in terms of the benefits of this program? So uh, from a leader's perspective, this data-rich digital badges, they're going to be able to provide that improved data analytics for our supervisors and our senior leaders. Um, what is the spectrum of skills their airmen are bringing to the squadrons, to the units, or within their groups or organizations? Um, they'll be able to really look at, you know, how can they continue to develop airmen today um, for tomorrow's future? What are the skills and identify those gaps that we're missing so they can make that a data-informed decision in order to continue to develop our airmen for future mission needs? Um, that's on, on for the leadership piece. Jason, do you want to take the airmen piece? Yeah, definitely. From the airmen side, uh, it does a whole host of different things. Uh, as Laura kind of alluded to earlier, uh, airmen coming in, it can better identify the skills that airmen coming into the Air Force have and help them identify what positions or what jobs, what specialties that they would uh, best fit in as they're coming in the military. But on the other side, it could, once they're in, well, now it, be, it could become a competition where they, uh, just like video games right now, are you, you show off what kind of achievements you get through a video game. It's really simple to that where you can try to figure out, you know, try to compete on how many badges you can get. But simpler than that, it, it develops learning pathways for airmen. So it not only tells them what, uh, what skills they need to get to the certain positions, but how to get there. It tells them what training they need or what they need to achieve to be able to earn those badges to get those skills. And then later on, when they try to get out, potential is there for them to use these to, uh, as you said, align these, these badges with industry so that as airmen transition out of the Air Force, they can uh, better align with industry and hopefully transition into a, a, a career outside the Air Force. Yeah. Also, Dan, uh, what I wanted to add here is we're we really want to encourage our airmen to become lifelong learners. And through the use of digital badging, digital credentialing, we're trying to promote that. One of the things that as the airmen are learning their badges, we also give them recommendations. This is your next step. We recommend you looking at this particular badging series in order to acquire skills. So those are the type of things that as we're developing our system and our platform, we're incorporating uh, with each of the career functional managers as we're working through what's important to them. Yeah, and another interesting aspect that I that I read about uh, in the material was that many of our airmen have technical and other soft type of skills um, that are unnoticed because maybe they're not in their primary AFSC uh, and they're, but they're not really captured anywhere. So nobody knows that an airman might have a hidden talent. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, one of the examples I like to use with our senior leaders when we're briefing digital badging is I give the example of our last deployment for my particular National Guard unit. 
we we were deployed and one of our aircraft sustained damage. It happened that one of our National Guardsmen worked for the FedEx depot side of the house, and he was a, a certified AMP mechanic. But nowhere in his records is he qualified through AMP certification in the Air Force side of the house. So although he was fully qualified to perform the depot-type repairs on the aircraft, we had to jump through so many hoops in order to get the approval for him to work on that. If we had that 21st century resume for our senior leaders to have, we would have been able to move that aircraft much quicker off that runway um, so the mission could continue. And you, you mentioned that the 21st century resume, and that's, that's part of this program as a beta test. Can you talk a little bit about what that really means and, and what it entails? Jason? Yeah. Sure. So the 21st century uh, Airman's resume is uh, basically a digital representation. Existing resumes and uh, similar documentation is very static and uh, it has to be continually updated by the individual to make sure that it's current. The 21st century resume working with these digital badges and digital credentials uh, really is a fluid dynamic system. So as changes are made, uh, the individual doesn't really have to do much. If they earn a badge, if that badge changes, uh, unless they don't meet the criteria anymore, then that badge will change with them. So it it gives them a lot more opportunities and a lot more uh, uh, ability to represent themselves how they want. So as they add more skills, and coincidentally, I just received an email not too long ago specifically asking about uh, this particular information. And they were, one of the individuals that earned one of our badges was asking, well, am I going to just see all this on the bottom of my uh, my email, and what my response to them was is you can you can add whatever you want to there. So as you uh, show these badges, it's really up to the user on what they show. However, uh, from the Air Force standpoint, as if, when the commanders can actually look at this, they'll be able to see all the different skills and see all the different changes as they happen instantly. And it won't take the individual having to update it to be able to, to show what current skills they have. Dan, also, the 21st century gives the airmen the ability to show as much information as they want and as little information as they want. Um, so, and they don't have to completely rewrite um, like your normal, your typical resume. They don't have to rewrite it to show whatever it is they're looking at applying for. Uh, the other piece for the 21st century resume is as a supervisor or possibly a hiring authority, now I can go and click on our particular badge and actually see the evidence of whatever it is they had to do in order to earn that particular credential. And I think that's the piece that acts adds the excitement for digital credentialing is not only am I telling you that I I'm qualified or have done project management now I can attach some of those uh, project management um, a, a documents that I've worked on and me as the person looking at taking a, a 
a person with project management, I now I can actually see their skills in action and they provided me the evidence and I can make a, a more informed decision is, is this the person that I need on my team or not? So as this beta test goes through and, and you guys start this process, what does the timeline look like? Where, where are you at project-wise here? So uh, project-wise, we just completed our first uh, specialty, which was the 1750s, uh, the learning uh, professionals, uh, as Jason mentioned earlier. We're getting ready to kick off the first sergeants. The first sergeants is another one that, you know, I'll get a little bit off topic right now, but they're one of those folks that go out and do uh, a developmental special experience or a specialized experience that are out of their career field for two to three years. And when they come back, a lot of the uh, supervisors don't know what to do with this person um, because they don't know how to acknowledge that skill they learn. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to give the first sergeant something uh, concrete to bring back to their supervisors and say, look, I have delegation authority. I have uh, a mentoring coaching ability. And how do I, how do I integrate them back into the squadrons there? So that was a little off topic. Um, we have, Two other um, specialties after that, we're working with the bioenvironmental folks, and then, of course, near and dear to my heart, the uh, aircraft maintenance officers at the end. We're slated uh, to go through uh, February of 2021, and at that point, uh, we will make a recommendation to the, to the Air Force and to our boss on how do we implement it, or is it even implementable across the entire Air Force. Well, it's definitely some exciting stuff and, and, you know, working to help airmen get credit for what they already know and what they might be able to do or, or that what they can do uh, is certainly a, a pretty exciting thing in the force development arena and helping develop the airmen we need. I really thank you guys both for your time today. Uh, you're welcome. It was our pleasure. We're very excited about the project. We are excited about the potential it has uh, for our airmen. And, and our Air Force as a whole. Yeah, thank you, Dan. We appreciate your time. Lots to unpack here on this episode of the Air Force Starts Here. It really was fascinating to understand how this program can help airmen be lifelong learners and aid AETC in helping develop the airmen we need to be successful in today's joint all-domain environments. Big thanks to Ms. Gomez and Mr. Grove for sitting down remotely with us. As a reminder, you can follow Air Education and Training Command and the AETC Command Team on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as catch up on all the latest news at www.aetc.af.mil. For our entire AETC Public Affairs Team, I'm Dan Hawkins. So long, we'll talk to you next time on the Air Force Starts Here.